the dollar bin? Do it. Should we do it? Let's go diving. Let's go diving. Comment fan, we're gonna we're gonna take you diving. Get your scuba gear. Get your scuba gear. Have you ever gone oh, scuba diving? I have. You've gone scuba Apparently. diving. Apparently. Okay. Low, uh, story time. All right. Hold um, on. I've never heard this story. Are you talking scuba diving or snorkeling? Because they're, they're different things. You've done both. Been both. Yes. Okay. Talk to me about your scuba diving. This was on a cruise that my family took. I was probably 14, 13, and I just found out last. Thanksgiving or Christmas, whatever family gathering I had, that apparently it was not real. Wait, what? <laughs> Some Department of Truth stuff happened. Wait, 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 wait. I had the tank. Okay. I had the, you know, I was breathing underwater, me, my dad, and my brother, swimming around underwater. But apparently, we were like tethered or attached or something, which I don't remember. How old were you? I was early teens. I was in the eighth grade. You were in the eighth grade. Right. They brought you underwater where? This was, we were somewhere in Mexico. Okay. Caribbean, somewhere. You're in the Caribbean. Very, How was very it clear fake, water? Apparently, we were like attached or tethered or something to make sure we didn't swim off and die somewhere, I guess, like, a, like an open water scenario. But I don't remember there being any sort of like rope attachment. I remember swimming and having a blast. But apparently, I got I to go back and- chained. I guess. So we didn't just drift off, but we had all these weights on us so we wouldn't like float away. You had weights on you? They have to weigh you down. Yeah. So you can go like on the bottom. Okay. It was fun. There's animals, you know, fish. There's fish. What was the biggest fish you saw? I can't remember. Big fish. Yeah. Up here in in Tacoma, Washington. Dated this girl who. Don't want to scuba dive up here. Dude. Way too cold. Need a suit and everything. I dated this girl who was like really into sharks, low key. Like the idea of swimming with sharks. She's like, oh, it was like a bucket list type of thing. Mm. I'm like, that's a weird thing, right? It's actually so weird that could be a really cool surprise. It was years ago, right? And I found out that the aquarium in Tacoma, yeah, there's a shark diving cage. Ugh. You actually can go in that water and get really damn close to the sharks. So I did that. Now, since then, apparently, like some sharks started dying or something. And they attributed that to like people's like going into the water and kind of messing with the pH or something like potentially. So they had to stop this, but I was able to go do it at least one time. And yo, they get your in the scuba gear and getting under the water with the scuba gear. Not easy. First off. That's why they put the weights on you. Yeah. They put weights on you, but it is definitely weird. You kind of have to like push yourself underneath. It's, it's tough. Did to you do. wear the big floppy frog suit and stuff? Everything. Ugh. But the way that they yeah. did it is that you have a cage you're behind this cage and then you're like, you know, as close to like you are to me, there's, there's sharks, like big ass sharks. And then they open the doors and then they let the sharks not come into the cage, but you're, it's like, you're here. I'm like this close to you. And there's a shark just kind of going by the cage. And I did that. I don't recommend it. Someone probably <laughs> peed their pants and that's what killed the shark. Yeah. Something, that's what I'm thinking. Like something How happened. How do they know this is different from the time when they put the food in the tank? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's what I want to know. I have no idea. But anyways, random difference? scuba diving story from Fire Guy Ryan. That's all right. Myself. That's where, that's like where the podcasts are, are has, fun. Has anyone ever like. Don't do it in Washington. Gone scuba diving in the chat. I went to Hawaii. See. And went snorkeling. That's fun. And Aaron was there. And she was snorkeling as well, as well. And she comes up out of the water and goes, Tom, there's a turtle. And I'm like, what? So she goes underneath. I go under the water. And dude, she is like 
a foot away from a turtle that is like this big. I'm not kidding you. A giant sea turtle. Sweet. It was really cool, but also extremely scary. You know what the coolest part about snorkeling is? What? When you come up and you and you spray the water up like a big like a whale. Like a whale? That's the fun part. Mm. It's like good for your sinuses if it comes up your I'm nose. A whale. All right, dollar bin comic books. That's what we're talking about. Diving, scuba diving. Okay. We're going to scuba dive in the lawn boxes together, comic fam. Sure. Buckle up. Because the convention season is happening. All right, we back. And we back. And we back again. So we're back to talk about diving in those lawn boxes. You got to keep savvy on the hunt. The, the market changes really quick. And things that were once a dollar are now worth more than that. And we're going to talk about them so that you can get caught up and refresh your memories so that when you're hunting, you can find these. If you spot the cover, you're going to go, oh, wait a minute. It's going to kind of give you a little tingle. Mm. It's your spidey sense, right? It's the hunting sense. You're going to go, I kind of recognize that cover. It's so like, a dollar. So like when you're flipping through a box, <sighs> that's, what it, that's when you know to go back. Because something you passed triggered it. Gave you the tingle. Gave you the tingle. So let's let's let me give you um, some material to give you tingles, comic fam. First off on our list of ten, uh, brought to you by the best comic app in existence to learn about funny books. We're talking about Key Collector Comics. Use code time one hundred one. We're an affiliate for Key Collector because if you use the code, you're going to better your comic collecting. It's like one of the very few recommendations I have. But I use Key Collector every day. Shout out Nick Colonies. We have the dollar bin diving section that's constantly being updated, refreshed. So you can be up on the comics that you need to know so when you're going diving, you can keep an eye out for them. We have Dark Horse Presents number 146 from 1999 at number 10. This right here is a classic alien versus predator story. Copies ordered by retailers, alone 5800. And this right here is a $12 average book. High sales. But if you get in that near mint fresh copy, this is a $20 book all day long because that Dark Horse Comics paper was crappy. Now, Ryan, did you see the new Predator trailer? I did. What do you think, man? Because I am i can't believe I'm saying this. I'm hyped to see a Predator movie. I've never said that. I've never in my said life. that. Yeah. So on that alone, I guess I'm a little excited. Right. I'll forget that it's a thing and then it'll come out and I'll be like, oh, yeah. And then I'll probably watch it eventually. You guys want to know something really cool? Because we're demonetized, I think I can actually show you the... Uh, Why are we demonetized, man? We're demonetized because there's a... Uh, uh, long story short, YouTube, if you... Uh, it's through AdSense. If you have um, an AdSense account and it gets like connected wrong, they'll just suspend the account till the connection gets fixed because you got to make sure all the paperwork's right for like tax purposes and stuff. Ugh. My first name is different than my middle name. So that is like Fraud. after two and a half years, they're like, oh, we have to get an update. I missed the email. And then they just take your monetization for a month. It's freaking awesome. But take a look at this. Let me see here. Can I get this up so that it's bigger? Show it to me bigger. Unmuted. Because we're demonetized, who gives a crap, right? Let's do it. So we have... Um, do you want to unmute it? No, no, no. Yeah, we're going to talk, talk over it. So we okay, have a, cool. the Predator Prey is coming to Hulu. This is one of those IPs that you just got to trust in. There's such a huge fandom. I'm a big Alien Xenomorph fan. Same. But this right here has so much potential because I think it's kind of going into its roots of what made the first Predator movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger like so much, so, so popular. Because he's got to like use nature, use his surroundings to overcome the 
much more dangerous antagonist, the predator. And what we're seeing is a kind of a different take going way back in time, like Native Americans and having them go up against a more like a younger version, a a pre-technology focused predator. And they got to get to like the arrows use and like shooting objects and things like that. Like, you know, kind of scaling things back so he's not as OP to make it more of a dangerous fight because they've been hunting forever. And these members that they're going to go up against, the predators that is, that are going up against the humans, well, they hunt to eat. They, they, they hunt to eat where the predators hunt to kill for sport. There you go. Is that right? Am I saying that I right? I think you got it right. It lives to hunt. That's what I just say. know Always Sunny has warped my mind, and now whenever I think about Predator, I just think about a movie about dudes' physiques. There it is. Just a bunch of buff dudes shooting guns and walking through the jungle with no shirts on. Kind of is, right? So uh, the Predator movie on Hulu is coming out soon. This is a good reminder that these are IPs that are like not going to go away. They keep coming back. There's a huge fandom for them. I'm talking about Alien, um, Xenomorphs, Predator, right? But... The comic books, the key books that have been shooting up in value over the last couple of years, it took until the, the last couple of years for those books to be wanted. So this isn't even a key for any real, there's no like first appearance, there's no story significance, this is just low print, crappy paper, it's hard to find a good one. AVP. Right. Yep. That's what it's about. Moving on to the next one on the list right here, we have Star Wars Dr. Aphra number 32. This is the origin of Dr. Aphra and the first appearance of Lona Aphra, the mother of Dr. Aphra. $20 average high sales on a book that for sure could be found in dollar bins. This is pretty new, right? 2019? I, th- I think I remember even like bagging and boarding this at Mill Geek a couple years ago. Yeah. Like this cover is like lodged in my brain for some reason. There's a bunch of Dr. Afro books that are not worth this much money, but they all need to be relooked. I would encourage members to actually read through their Dr. Afro run because you're going to be hit with stuff that you're going to go, oh, wait a minute. This could probably happen because they've already introduced some key players from this particular, like the, this Star Wars lore into the um, into the show, you know, her relationship with Black Chrysanthemum, for example. Right. Um, they've introduced so many characters. Why wouldn't they introduce Dr. Aphra? It's been a spec character for years. Well, this is an origin cover, uh, origin comic book, rather, and also a first appearance of the mother of Dr. Aphra, which we're likely going to see both. I'm still betting on Dr. Aphra, the Indiana Jones of Star Wars lore, which they have sent out casting for. And we looked it up, and she is like five years apart from Luke Skywalker. Yeah, so right now she would be like a teenager probably in if the she Obi-Wan up, show. Sure, if she showed up in Obi-Wan. She'd, yeah. be, she'd be younger. I don't know if we'll see her now, but... Oh. But in the future, maybe. Exactly. I'm hoping. Maybe in like the Mandalorian era. I'm telling earlier. the comic fam, I, I, get your doctor, your doctor, first Doc Aphra's uh, Darth Vader issue threes. Like 9.8s I mentioned last week, those were hitting five $600 at their height. They're... They could be purchased for 300 bucks right now. I don't think that book is going to drop lower than 250. Like the spec itself, as long as Disney Plus is doing Star Wars right, that book is going to be fair to spec on. All right, next one on the list. We have Adam Hughes, Wonder Woman, doing it for America on this cover, Ryan. America's ass. That's right. Wonder Woman 151, 1999. Cover art done by Adam Hughes. Also first appearance of the second Dr. Poison. But this is all about Wonder Woman. This is all about Adam Hughes drawing women in a way that collectors go nuts over. And for good reason. I mean, this is a gorgeous shot. But there is a first appearance in here, too. Sure. So, you know, there's there's a double key reasons. But, yeah, again, like, 
what, $15? Yep. That seems about right. That, that's about fair. For a book that I want to say I would scroll past it, you know, flip past it in the box, but I'm also not the best indicator of, like, if it's Green Lantern, I'll skip past it regardless. You got to just scoop up your Wonder Woman, Adam Hughes, and then also look at Adam Hughes in general. Just, exactly. like, which books that you feel like are just, I mean, he draws so well. You have to look at the ones that go, man, how is that one only four bucks? There's a lot of them. This is one of those examples of this book was $4 for a long time. And then over time, you look back and go, wait a minute, that's $20 near mint? What? Those are the books that you can spec on now. Look for those. Adam Hughes, look him up on Key Collector. There's a artist search. Speaking of artists that have portfolios of just tremendous covers, just gorgeous books. We have t- we're looking at Tank Girl. Apocalypse, issue number four. This is a cover done by Brian Bolin, 1996 release. Okay. Now I see it, you know? When I first look at this, I just see Tank Girl. It's like, oh, it's Tank Girl. But then when you say Brian Boland, I can see it. Right. For me, my only real experience with him has been Killing Joke. Right. And a couple other things here and there, I think. But it's Killing Joke for me. Most people, it's just Killing Joke. And you can see it here. It's the texture. It's the color choice, right? Something in the eyes. Yes. Yeah. Kind of soft. But we have a $8 average high-selling book. This book should be worth 10 to 15 all day long. There's a very, very strong fandom behind Tank Girl. And we also know that there was some option news surrounding uh, Margot Robbie's production company as it pertains to this title. And there's not a whole lot of, quote, classic covers of this run. So it's these ones that kind of outshine the rest that you got to know. But sometimes it's not about the cover. Sometimes it's not even about the keyworthiness. Sometimes it's just about the low print count. SpongeBob, comics, number 83 is that number 600 list. 2017, Ryan. Never was a big SpongeBob fan, but there are SpongeBob diehards. And this book is hitting $15 average sales because it was printed at a rate that was under 5,000. Hot damn. That's low. Yep. I mean, it's, you know, I don't know how, what the print rate is on, you know, kids' comics in general, especially They're like TV tie-ins Traditionally and, low. Yeah. But later in the run, then this is issue 83. Right. This is when you're hitting like the bottom of the barrel. Like you're you're struggling to get the books out, right? Now you're just relying on people who are like, I like SpongeBob, just add it to my pull list, right? Like there's sure. a lot of those types of, you know, people versus the diehards. But the diehards are still there. And if you weren't around in twenty seventeen with this on your pull list and you want this book, this you have to pay for it because there's not a whole lot of them out there. Especially in high grade, because it's like a kid-centric book. I was going to say, yeah, if this ends up in a child's hands, it's going to get <laughs> destroyed, like one of those Punisher comics we looked at earlier. This isn't even the only SpongeBob book that was added to the dollar bin section because they're selling for you know good amounts. You got to just know that some of these books, you got to know just a couple covers. That's the beauty of it. Am I telling you, know all 83 SpongeBob covers? No. <laughs> Someone does. Unless you care that much. No, but I'll tell you what I do know is this cover, and you're not going to forget it. We're looking at Patrick with Plankton and a hot dog, and he's putting mustard on him. I can't imagine there's a lot of covers in this run that look like this. It's a weird cover. Right. But this is the Plankton issue. Bite into our Plankton issue. That's what it says right on the cover. So don't forget it. You see Patrick eating Plankton with mustard in his hands, and it's a dollar. It's 50 cents. Grab it, and if there's more than one copy, grab more than one. Let's do it. Moving on. Number five on the list. Ooh, yeah. 
I, you know, Demon Rider, Kashala, who also becomes a Spirit Rider. This is such a dope character design. And last year, there was a lot of hype because she was getting her own solo title. Right. Right? Haven't heard much since then. But still, this book went up in value and then kind of stayed there. Her first appearance, however, took some dips. I think the reason why this book is still hitting $12 to $15, $20 high sales for high-grade copies is because those who are specking on Demon Rider, Kashala, those who are investing in books that she's in, they're kind of low print. And in high-grade, they're tough to secure. And they're holding them. 15 to 20 bucks for this book, man. This uh, came out back when I was still like, Ghost Rider, nah. Doctor Strange and Sorcerer Supreme Doctor number Strange. three. Eh. Issue, um, this is from 2017. Yeah, I'm just not going to read either one of them. And now I, I missed the whole, everything Kushala. So I, I, got, I got a lot of reading to do. Well, considering there's so much Spirit of Vengeance spec going all around. All over the place, man. We're talking about Ghost Rider like every other day. You are? Yeah, like just in general. I should watch more of the top 10 videos. You probably should, Ryan. Damn it. With Gem Mint for Gem Mint Collectibles. Gem Mint. Yeah. Um, Ghost Rider, uh, Marvel Spotlight 5 and Ghost Rider 1 both made the trend, the hot 10 this last week. What's today? Tuesday? Tomorrow. Ooh, spilling the beans. Oh, spoilers. But all the information's on Key Collector, so you can go ahead yeah, it's and run it for yourself. Um, all right, so we have Doctor Strange, an origin issue. Keep an eye out for origin issues. That's basically the, the, the main takeaway from this is that there's a lot of individuals specking on moments in comics now that they weren't specking on before. They're securing... Major moments in characters' lives, like Logan's first time. Even CGC put it in their like post of key books that you may not know. And there's a Marvel Comics Present issue where Logan, you know, he says this is when he took on the name Wolverine, right? And now this is like an origin issue. No one cared about it before. But now this is when people care about it. Well, origin issues to me are cooler issues than the first time a hero meets another hero for the first time. The first time they battle a particular villain. The first time this villain battles another villain. Like those are cool books, but there are so many people who are hungry to get ahead of that spec that origin issues are still being able to be purchased for under $10. Dollar bins? Nah, I don't think so. You got to go and get these books. Number four on the list is probably one of the like most posted specking like people specking on a book, crossing their fingers and toes will just turn to pay off. Like they're just hoping, praying to the spider gods. We have Spider-Verse number six from 2020 seeing $80 average sales. Hot damn. I mean, when you look at this cover and you look at all the different spider things that are, that are in this comic, it starts to make sense. Why don't you hit them with this the list. fat list of first appearances in this First book. appearance of Sea Spider. First appearance of Sun Spider. First appearance of Spied Air. So I think like elemental spider people things. Spider mm-hmm. elements. First appearance of Spider Requiem. First appearance of Spider Sting. First appearance of Garden Spider. That's a good one. First appearance of White Widow. First appearance of V. That's right. Copies ordered by retailers, 19,000. This right here has turned into a... You know what? Just in case I'm going to buy it type of spec. And these types of books, you're only going to know if you are caught up on the marketplace, watching YouTube channels like ours, Reggie Collects, you know, or 
part of the key collector database and you are getting hit with the alerts and you're seeing hot books, trending books, because this is trending because of the safe bet that members believe this to be. But also this is in the dollar bin section for a reason. There's a lot of people who don't know because they're not following YouTube channels. They're not following key collector. And this book is just being put out there. The only other option would be if you are a giant fan of Spider-Verse. Oh, And of you course. have the whole run and you know already, like, whoa, these characters have never appeared before because I'm a big spider kid and I know everything. You got to just... If you're um, not that, then you need something else to kind of inform you. Number three on the list, we have Black Cat, number 11. This is the debut of Black Cat's Iron Cat Armor. This came out in 2020, issue number 11. $25 average sales. It's a gorgeous cover. It's a fun key moment for the character. But I also think this is one of those comics where if you have just been buying runs and reading them and you don't have like a huge, like, I don't know, like love for the run that you read, that you purchased, you may have a $25 book in your back issue bin. You may have an $80 or $100 book just sitting there that you can sell, get to someone else who wants it more, and then you can put that towards something that you would want or pay for the entire run that you read. That's called a come up. A come up. There you go. Exactly. They're actually, I believe they're bringing back this armor right now in Correct. the current Iron Man run. Yep. Which is probably why we're seeing so much attention to it. But that's how quick some of this stuff happens. Also, there's a lot of Black Cat spec happening. Everyone wants Black Cat keys because of potentials of Anya Taylor-Joy. Mm. You just want to see her in something. I just want to see her as Period. everybody yeah. in Marvel just Comics. Every movie she's ever done. Just every movie. All right. Um, next one on the list, we have at number two, Warlord of Mars, issue number 35. What? John Carter going on a dollar bin list? Well, yeah, because this is done by Lucio Perillo. This book is issue 35 in the run, and it hits 30 to $35 average sales because it's just absolutely stunning. Hot damn. Lucio Perillo is one of the best cover artists in the game and does so many dynamite covers that are affordable. Some of the covers though are just like, they're all next level when they're done by Lucio, but some of them ascend. This one ascended. All right. The, um, did an Eternals variant for a mystery mail call. Correct. And I've heard from a couple people. That's their favorite book we've ever done. Yep. Lucio is amazing. And we also have to mention that, you know, with dynamite working so closely with Lucio that there's just countless variants that are being pumped out. Not all of them are huge for spec potential. However, they are some of the most affordable Lucio Padillo covers. And this right here shows that if you can scoop up a one in 50 for like 10 bucks, which there's a lot of those books that happen, they do a lot of variants. So the incentive variants typically get hit with, you know, sometimes higher print numbers and they don't sell as aggressive as Marvel. Books like this though, when you see this, you go, wow, there's some potential long-term for a book like this. This is just a gorgeous cover. Yeah, could have been secured for super cheap, high-grade copies, virgin copies, sketch covers that go like that are like one in 50 incentives. Those are happening right now, and then people are getting surprised by it. No surprise. When Lucio Padillo's on a cover, you know it's going to be banging. Also, since we're talking about Lucio, let's give a big congratulations to Lucio and Carla Cohen over this last week. Got married. Amazing. Carla Cohen and Lucio Perillo, power couple, some of the best artists in comics right now, specifically variant cover artists. It's just, it's a nice feeling knowing that they found each other. That's awesome. Two talented people. 
Didn't Fantastic. Even, didn't even know they were a thing until today. There you go. Now you know. The more you know, comic fam, the comic industry is a small world. And the uh, big artists are getting married. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing. You got to love love, Ryan. You got to love love. I guess. <laughs> he guesses. You know, so, you know, yeah, you know what else you got to love? More origin books that shouldn't be selling as cheap as they are. Young Avengers, issue number 14, debuting in 2014. This is the origin of America Chavez. It's a $15 book, man. Dollar bin book all day long. I can see this book being in the $5 bin because it just says Young Avengers on it and people be specking on Young Avengers for good reason. But this, to be fair, is not the first run of Young Avengers. Correct. I feel like I should clarify that. No, this is like, what, the fourth run? This is 2014. This is like late. Yeah, the original run of Young Avengers was around Civil War, I want to say. Yeah. Maybe. Mid-2000s. But yeah, this is a little later. Featuring America Chavez, who I, until today, forgot was in the MC. (laughs) (laughs) You forgot about Doctor Strange already? I need to go see that movie again. Apparently, it's coming out on Disney Plus like in a week or two. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Just watch it then. Comic fam. You got to perfect your dollar bin hunting. You're going to need, at the very least, just look at the cover so that when you're on the hunt, you kind of just reminded in that moment. When you get that tingle, you're like, wait a minute. I've seen that before. I know that I've been told to stop and breathe for a second. Because everyone's after like Secret Wars 8. Oh, is there going to be Ultimate Fallout 4 in the dollar bin? Yeah, yeah, wishful thinking. You may get lucky, right? And then you'll have this like weird situation where you're like, oh, I don't know. Do I, do I pay a dollar for this book? Man, we've talked about that before, too. I don't know know about that. However, you want to have some room on some books, you know, score some comics. And if this is a dollar in the dollar bin and the five dollar bin, this is a 15, 20 dollar book all day. Grab it. Small little flips you can do. That's right. Or they may be in your back issue bin. You know what I'm talking about. You might already have some of these. You may already have some of these. Ryan says 